Welcome to our podcast 17, Hackle podcast number 17 in the series Classic Take. We will take a classic concept of Mashiach and try to become more familiar with it. So, we know that our sages say that that the Jewish people were redeemed from Egypt in the month of Nisan. And likewise, the future redemption, they will be redeemed from this last exile during the month of Nisan. And this is the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua in Tractate Rosh Hashanah and a number of sources explain that this opinion is the one that we follow, although there's another opinion of Rabbi Yezu which says that we will be redeemed in the month of Tishrei. But nevertheless, it's accepted that the halacha concurs with the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua that the Jewish people will be redeemed in the month of Nisan. Uh, the question is, does Mashiach have to come only in the month of Nisan? Is this like the only um, you know, only month of the year that's appropriate for redemption? We know that we're supposed to anticipate Mashiach's coming every day. It makes no difference which day of the year it is. So what does it mean that the Jewish people will be redeemed only in the month of Nisan? And within the month of Nisan itself, we know that the highlight of the month of Nisan, the time that is most appropriate for the redemption, is the night of the Seder. The night, the first night of Pesach, is called Leil Shimurim. The night that Hashem watches, Hashem is anticipating, Hashem is guarding to redeem the Jewish people, as a number of Madrashim point out, and the Pasuk Leil Shimurim, that just as in the Targum Yenusen and so on, that just like Hashem, had redeemed the Jewish people on the night from Pesach from the land of Egypt, so too he will redeem them the future last the, the future redemption, the final redemption will also take place on the night of Pesach. And in this line is actually a medrish in Shmois Rabba, then the Paragut Ches, which says that the night of Pesach, as we know, many miracles took place on the night of Pesach, not just the Itzias Mitzrayim, the Exodus from Egypt. But throughout the future generations, there were great miracles that took place. We know, for example, the story of Chizkiyo and Sanhedev. And Sanhedev, the king of Asher, laid siege to the city of Yerushalayim. And the stargazers told him that if he will conquer Yerushalayim that day, he will be successful. That was the day of Erev Pesach. And he was rushing and he went through a lot of territory very quickly in order to get Yerushalayim, and he looks at Yerushalayim from a little distance, and he sees, he says, this this is the big city, this is the city that I've, you know, I've rushed to get, this is such a small city, let my army rest, and tomorrow morning will be a nothing, will be a game of ball, will be a, it will be nothing for them to conquer such a small city. That night was the night of Pesach, and by midnight, Hashem sent an angel which killed out the whole army of Sanhedev, which was a huge numbers, hundreds and thousands of soldiers, and only a handful of survivors remained. So that was another miracle that took place on the night of Pesach. Similarly, we have the story in Tanakh of Hanani, Mishal, and Azariah, the three tzaddikim that refused to bow down to the statue that Nebuchadnezzar set up, and they were thrown into the fire. And Hashem sent Malach Gavriel to save them, and this too happened on the night of Pesach. The story of Daniel when he was thrown in the lion's den, when he was saved, also took place on the night of Pesach. We also know that the story of Purim, when Achashverish couldn't fall asleep, so that was the night of Pesach, was within the days of Pesach. 
So we know to see that the night of Pesach is a time that is pre-designated for many miracles to happen. And the Medrash continues and says that this is also the night that Mashiach and Elyonovi will be revealed. And the Medrash brings a mushal, a parable of a woman that her husband, she was went on a journey overseas, she was waiting for her husband to come. And her husband gave her a certain sign. He says, when you see the sign, you should know that that's when I'm coming, I'm about to come. So similarly, the Jewish people are waiting for Mashiach to come and Hashem gave them a sign. What's the sign? The same time, the same night that I redeemed you in the past, that is the sign that I will redeem you in the future. And the Medrash says, If not, as we'll see, there's two ways of reading these words. But one way of reading these words is, And if Mashiach does not come tonight, Do not believe that it will come another time. Because the time has not arrived. The time is only in the night of Pesach. Shnemer, as the verse says, Ani Hashem Hashem will hasten it in its time. And this matter seems to imply that the seems to understand the verse, Ani Hashem the highlighting that the redemption will take place only on his pre-designated time on the night of Pesach. And this is certain commentaries actually understand the Medrash this way, that uh, that the Medrash understands that Mashiach will only come on the night of Pesach. And even if the redemption, even though the verse says, Ani Hashem, Be'ita Achishan, Ay Hashem, Be'ita in its time, Achishan, I will hasten it. And we know that the Gemara in Sanhedrin, the Havtzad Dekhes, says that these, this verse seems to be self-contradictory. If it's going to happen in its time, then what does it mean I will hasten it? And if it will be hastened, what does it mean it's happening in its time? And the Gemara answers that it's not a contradiction because the, these two words, in its time and I will hasten it, are focusing on two different modes of redemption, a mode of redemption that happens in its time and a mode of redemption that happens in a manner of in a manner that it's being hastened. It depends on the merits of Zohu Achishan, of the Jewish people merit. They cause Mashiach to come quicker than its time. And Zohu if they don't merit, Mashiach will come in a sad time. But this Medrash seems to be learning, explains the Yifei Tayar HaAroch, that the night of Pesach is the sad time, even if Hashem will hasten the redemption, will only happen in the night of Pesach, in its time. Now, according to the Yifei Tayar HaAroch, it's clear that the Gemara disagrees with this Medrash, because the Gemara interprets this verse slightly different. But either way, many other commentaries disagree with the interpretation of the Yifei Tayar HaAroch, and they say that it's not saying that this is, the Medrash is not trying to say that Mashiach could only come the night of Pesach. We know that we're supposed to anticipate Mashiach's coming every day. We also know from other sources of the other times of the year that a certain special um, is at times that are appropriate for Mashiach to come. So, uh, some places it says Shavuos is the opportune time for redemption, whatever it might be. It's 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 clear, according to the way other commentaries explain, the Medrash is not trying to say the Mashiach could only come on the night of Pesach. The Medrash is trying to say that the night of Pesach is the most opportune time. And accordingly, they interpret the... Again, just going to repeat the words of the Medrash. The Medrash says, If not, Al-Taminu do not believe Shalai Karvo Ace at the time has not come. Which means if Mashiach does not come on the night of Pesach, so... 
according to one interpretation, as I mentioned before, means do not believe that Mashiach will come any other time because if it's any other time, you should know that the time is not right. But the the, the Munkatcher Rebbe the Shai Sacher says that the reading of the word should be Vim Lav if Mashiach did not come on the night of Pesach, Alta Minu Do not believe and say that the time for the redemption cannot is far off, cannot come. Because we know that the verse, because, you know, it says that there's the set time, and there's the time could be hastened. So the set time, so to say, for redemption is the night of Pesach. So that's the most, uh, what's the call, the right word to say, it, natural time is embedded within that night that there's the power of redemption. But if Mashiach doesn't come then, then Mashiach could come in any other time in a manner of Achishana. So this is in one discussion on the Medrash. Uh, similarly, uh, quite a little differently, there is other people explain that the Medrash is not, even if you will take the Medrash at face value, it does not contradict at all the notion, the belief that we're meant to believe in what we pray for the whole year, the Mashiach should come that day. And the commentaries explain that the redemption is a process, there are stages to it. Just like when Moshe Rabbeinu appeared in Mitzrayim. He appeared, he said, let my people go. And there were, there were ten plagues. Each plague spanned about a month. Three weeks Moshe Rabbeinu was warning Paroi. And then the plague was it took place for a week and so on and so forth. So it was uh, over a period of a few months, nine months, whatever exactly it is. So similarly, Mashiach appears on the scene. There will be many things that there's the processes that Rambam outlines. Yamid Malach Mibeitz David, Haygibatayre Vesik Mishesk David David. There will arise a uh, descendant, a, a, a king from the house of, which is a descendant of David Hamalach, whose virtues and learning Torah and being scrupulous in the observance of mitzvahs follows David, and he will follows the example of David his ancestor, and he will compel the Jewish people to fulfill Torah. He'll, he'll wage the wars of Hashem. And then, afterwards, after he, he, he succeeds in conquering the nations around Eretz Yisrael, he'll build the Beis HaMikdash, and he will gather in the, the exiled, of the Nidche the, Yisrael, the, all the Jewish people that are exiled. So the completion of the redemption, in other words, when we say that Benissen Nigalu, Benissen Asidin Lihigoyl, doesn't mean that the, uh, the, the, the Jewish people be redeemed in other words, that Mashiach could only come on the night of Pesach. It means that the redemption, the redemption means that the final, full-fledged uh, success of Mashiach's activities, where thereby he ushers in the, you know, the, the redemption in a real way, will take place on the night of Pesach. There's actually a number of, of sources, as which interesting thing, they highlight that the eradication of Amalek will take place on the 14th of Nisan. Actually, the Zoyer says this. Zoyer chelegimot after Ishmael Tessa, Madalaf and Raim Mehemnot, Ikunei Zoyer, Tikkun Chaf Alef, page Nonalaf and Madalaf, says that the Abishter will eradicate Amalek, the Klippa, the evil manifestation of the evil forces in the world, on the 14th of Nisan. And with this is actually the, the Maiseri Kech, one of the commentaries. On Mishnayus Psachim, he says interesting thing. He says that the Gemara discusses the Gemara discusses in Masechta Rosh Hashanah, Masechta Masechta Sukkah. The Gemara discusses 
a discussion regarding the, the second day of Pesach, when we know they used to bring the Korban Oimer, the barley offering in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, and they weren't allowed to eat any new produce that grew. You know, the springtime is a time when the wheat and barley, everything is becoming ready. They weren't allowed to eat any of it until the the carbon oimer was was brought, and that's from when we start counting the carbon, the Sfiras Oimer, which is, we start the second day of Pesach. So there's a whole discussion when, now that the Pesach, in the time of exile, the Pesach Midrash is destroyed, at one point, are you allowed to start eating the new harvest? Could you start eating right away on the 16th day of Nisan? Once the, is it, since we can't bring a carbon oimer, is it that the day itself once it becomes light, we bring the carbonoimer. Seemingly, you should be. I'm sorry. Once it becomes light, that should replace the bringing of the carbonoimer, and the day itself should allow you to eat it. The Gemara goes through the whole discussion. One of the things the Gemara says is that we are concerned that perhaps the base Hamikdash, when Mashiach comes, the base Hamikdash will be built on the 15th day of Nisan. And uh, basically, in other words, the, the way the Gemara explains it, that it will, it will, it will take time until the Beis Hamikdash is ready and fit for sacrifices. So usually, when the Beis Hamikdash stood, it was known that the carbon Oimer was always brought before midday. But if Mashiach comes that year, so it's possible that maybe they're, they're getting everything ready in the Beis Hamikdash, they'll bring the carbon Oimer a little bit later. So people will think, you know, last year we, before Mashiach came, we were able, we were able to eat the carbon we were able to eat the new, the new grain right when it became light. But now, you know, uh, or, but now we, we, if we, but they don't realize that Mashiach came, and we have to now wait for the carbon to be brought, and we don't know exactly when they will bring it because it could be will take time and they'll pass the deadline, and we can't even say to wait until midday because. Even though in the times of the Beis Hamidrash you never delay the carbon oimer past midday, but when Mashiach comes that year, since the Beis Hamidrash is just was just built, it will it will uh, take a little bit more time. So basically, because of that reason, because of what at least this is one of the reasons why we only eat we're only allowed to eat the new grain from the third day of Pesach, because the second day of Pesach that whole day we'd only eat the carbon oimer in case the Beis Hamidrash will be built that day and they'll bring the carbon oimer a little bit late. Uh, later than usual, and people will th- start eating earlier because they're not aware of, that they'll think last year they ate, bef- even since the base ammunition wasn't there, they ate earlier, they're not going to realize this year they have to wait for the carbon element to be brought, so on and so forth. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of discussion in this particular piece of Gemara, but just want to focus on one specific point. It seems, you know, a, a number of Svarim point out, it seems a little bit strange that the Gemara is assuming that the base Hamita shall specifically be built exactly at that day. Why will it be built specifically? In other words, you're making a whole gazeta every single year. You're not allowed to eat the the the, the new grain because maybe just happened to be the base amida will be will, the service will begin exactly that day. Why 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 you know why? Okay, you know we 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 usually are concerned about different things. We're not concerned about vodim tleishchichi things that are uncommon, that we should be worried that this will be specifically this day, in other words, if the Beit HaMidosh is built any other day of the year, then we would assume that the, the, the schedule of the Beit HaMidosh would run according to the way it always ran, and, and the one will become a certain point in time of the day, midday, we will know the carbon was brought, but we're concerned specifically because of this event that the Beit HaMidosh will only be built on, right in the beginning of Pesach, 
and the second day of Pesach comes along, they still won't be ready, they're going to be a little bit delayed to bring the Karbanoimer more than usual. So it seems a little bit, you know, out of the box, that this is what we're concerned about, but the Maestro de Kech explains, based on what this whole concept, he says that, based on the Zoya that says that the eradication of Amalek, of the negative forces, will take place on the 14th of Nisim, when Mashiach comes, so then, that means that we know that the way the Rambam, the mother brings it down, the Rambam also brings it down, and the laws of Mulochim, that the building of the Beis Hamikdash takes place after the eradication of Amalek. And also the way the Rambam speaks about Mashiach, he's, the way the Rambam describes the order of his activities, is first he'll be victorious over his enemies, which the Rebbe explains includes the victory over Amalek, and then he'll build the Beis Hamikdash. So therefore, according to the mystical understanding of things, according to the Medrashic understanding of things, it's specifically the, right at the beginning of Pesach that is the most opportune time that the Beis HaMikdash will be built. Because this is when, the same way when the Jewish people left Egypt, the Abishah broke the cleap of Egypt, Yudalad Nisan, similarly that will happen in the future and the Beis HaMikdash will be built soon afterwards. But at any rate, the, the bottom line is, is that definitely the, the, the day of Pesach is an opportune time for redemption. And we pray with we we the certain menhagim that we do. We open up the door to invite Eliyahu and we leave the door of Pesach. A number of some minig brotan that Rebbe brings it down on Shulchan Aruch that we leave the door unlocked. We're safe to do so because we are anticipating that Eliyahu will come that night. We're expecting Eliyahu to come tonight to tell us that Mashiach arrived. That we should. Go and so it says that when we, we leave the door open, unlock that it's so if Eliyahu will come, he'll f- see that the door is open. It won't, it won't take time, he won't have to knock and wait for us to answer. He'll find the door open and we'll speedily go out to greet him. So, in other words, we, we the certain things that we do on the night of Pesach, the cup of Eliyahu, and so on and so forth, diff- different things we do on the night of Pesach to reflect our faith that tonight is a night of redemption. So, from one hand, that's very intense, very powerful. On the other hand, we still hope Mashiach will come before Pesach. And if well, a year of Pesach passed, God forbid the Mashiach doesn't come, we still hope that it will come after Pesach. It's the night of Pesach is an opportune time, but the, 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 the coming of Mashiach is not based on a specific time. There are certain times that are more opportune than others, but the coming of Mashiach has no set time. It can come at any time. There's Bitach Yishana, there's a set time and the Zachishana being hasted. So therefore, from one hand, yes, the night of Pesach is a time to expect Mashiach's arrival. It's a more opportune time than other nights, much more opportune time, but at the same time, it doesn't mean this is the only time he's able to arrive. And furthermore, as we said before, that even if Mashiach, inherently there are two separate things, is the coming of Mashiach and is the full-fledged redemption. Even if the full-fledged redemption even if it will only take place on the night of Pesach, for example, the eradication of Amalek, whatever it might be, whichever exact stage of the redemption is what is being referred to as a full-fledged redemption. Nevertheless, Mashiach himself could come at any day of the year, but the redemption will be complete by the month of Nisan. And the Ebesha should help, but we also know that spiritually, the month of Nisan, the Rebbe says that Nisan will be redeemed, that's not only about a date on the calendar, Nisan also reflects a mode of Mamaila Lamata, of a godly revelation, which comes from above, which is totally beyond and transcends 
the capacity of our avoid of our divine service. Shem should help. We should merit the coming of Mashiach, Benisan Zen, this Nisan, and uh, we should celebrate Pesach together with Mashiach Zedkenu, the Beis Hamikdash Hashlishi, take it from the Yad Mamish together with the Korban Pesach, and Moshe Rabbeinu, and all the generations from Yisias Mitzrayim until now will all join together in the Hakel. The third base, Hamidish with Mashiach Sitkeno, take it from Yad Mamish. Plastic Take is produced by Tudal's Podcast Productions, producers of the Daily Boost, the Weekly Fabrengen, Power Fabrengen, and Mashiach Mindset Audio. Available on all podcast platforms.